I just love this song so much and I had to have this song for the topic at hand as you can see in the podcast. But what's good everybody? I hope everybody's having a wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening, whatever particular time of the day that you are listening to this. Welcome to the Omnius Podcast. This is episode 19. We're, we're near level uh, or episode 20. And uh, I don't know what I'm going to do for episode 20. I'm, I'm planning on it. Um, I'm going to make it very controversial but also very... Uh, very uh encouraging motivational you know something that can that people can really get something out of i I might have a guest i'm thinking about having a guest on the podcast to where we can have a conversation about something and you know that that's just gonna be wonderful but until then welcome to episode 19 of the omnius podcast i titled this where is the love because where is the love that's what a lot of people are asking today. In this generation, a lot of people around my generation are asking, where is the love? Where is that old time fashion, quote unquote, black love that we used to see back in the 70s and the 80s and even the 90s, where you see in these these movies that people are conditioned to believe that this is how love is supposed to go, that, you know, through the ups and downs, they come together and they live happily ever after and this is how people see love this is how love is supposed to go you know they listen to all the songs from luther vandross all the way to marvin Gaye, all the way to keith sweat so on and so forth and and this is our conception of love you know i can't i can't eat i can't sleep i can't stop thinking about you you know what i'm saying can we talk for a minute i just want to know your name music soul child I mean, just everybody, Gladys Knight, everybody, you know, we, we just listen to all these songs and we we gain our conception of love from these songs. And I'm not saying that particularly they are wrong or that we shouldn't listen to them or stop listening to them. But it's something that we should be aware of. We should grow in awareness of what do we identify love with. You know, people want to say, where is the love? But can you identify love? You know what I'm saying? You you want to say, where is the love? And why can't I find that that love that my grandparents used to have or uh, that, that love that my parents have? Why can't I find the love today? Why can't I find a strong uh, uh, a strong relationship or a strong union with, with somebody? Why can't I build that relationship that people used to build back in the 90s and the 80s and the 70s? And I hate this conception because we've grown into believing that love isn't real anymore. That somehow love or trying to find that significant other is outdated. And because so many of us in, in my generation believe this, we, we grow ourselves into being in this drought while everybody else finds their true love and gets married. And I still see it to this day. People get married on a, on a yearly, on an annual basis, hundreds up to thousands, millions even. They're still getting married. They're still having babies. They're still making families. But it's, it's somehow the people who 
stay on social media 24-7, people who stay tweeting 24-7, the, these are the people that say, where is the love? Or it must be nice. Or, or, or that's, that's mood. You know, I, I'm going to get like that someday. And they, they stay their heads in social media instead of actually growing awareness of their surroundings. And, you know, for the men... You know, with the whole red pill community, men going their own way stuff. They're telling men that relationships are a scam, that men, uh, women are scavengers. They only want you for what you can give them financially, what you can give to them materialistically and even in some cases sexually. But for the most part, materialistically, they only want you for your money. They only want you for what you can give to them that can uh, give them happiness, whatever the case is. And. That's also uh, toxic because I I don't know any particular community that is as big as the red pill and the men going their own way community where they encourage men to heal. When a man is left high and dry, as they call it, when a a man is uh, disrespected and, and neglected or whatever the case is by women that they chase after or women that they've been in relationships with. They don't encourage men to get the healing and the psychological help that they need. They don't encourage them to get any type of therapeutic uh, healing, you know, you know, just talking with somebody and, and giving them solutions and helping them get through the pain that they've been through. They tell them to suck it up, lick their wounds and keep it moving. And the thing is, is I don't have a problem with you getting off your feet, you know, wipe wiping the dust off your feet and keeping it moving. My issue is that while you are doing this, you are not given any type of solutions. Or, or excuse me, you're not given any type of solutions. You're, you're told to keep it moving. You're told to be a man. And you're told to, to, to embrace the wounds that you have and, and turn cold. Give a cold shoulder to these women. But the thing is, is that while you're giving a cold shoulder and while you're licking your wounds and patching them up, you're not given the the necessary meds and the necessary uh, resources that are needed to heal those wounds. You can lick your wounds, you can you can keep them out, you can patch them up, whatever the case is. But if you're not going to do what's necessary, put the alcohol on those wounds because. You're, you you know, you keep your wounds out for long enough, they're going to get infected. And a lot of men who are in these red pill communities have infected wounds. And they still will not take care of those wounds because they feel like those wounds make them who they are. The wounds may give them a little, uh. <laughs> the, the wounds may give them a little more masculine uh, persona to them. It, it might give them uh, more of a aggressive or a... a, a manly apparel you know what i'm saying the the hood type dudes but nonetheless those wounds will lead to destruction the, the wounds will lead to a downfall and and that's what it mostly happens to some of these men they, they end up messing over their life they end up having three to four different baby mamas they end up going to jail whatever the case is these wounds you may think these wounds you know make you a man but they don't it may give you a more of a manly apparel. It may make you a bit more masculine than usual. But if you're, if you're, and I don't like using the word hyper masculine, 
But if you dive too deep into being cold, you know what I'm saying? You'll you end up messing up with your uh messing over your own life. You will. And and it's been proven. You can, you know, study other people's lives and and can see that being all cold and cold blooded and, and red peeled, all the other type of stuff, you know, I don't have an issue and, and this goes back a little bit to my last episode. I don't have an issue with men staying on their purpose, staying on their grind, doing whatever they need necessary to focus on themselves and build a foundation. But for you to encourage men not to have a a family for telling women uh, or men not to build a relationship or a foundation with women just because of men that you have personally seen or, or men that you've seen on social media even because that's what it mostly that's what mostly happens you run into this man or that man and men that you would never seen you don't know never seen them in person they tell you man you, you you need to wait you need to wait until you're this age and you, you don't need to worry about trying to find a woman because i was trying to do it young and and i got bumped over and, and pushed to the side and now I'm struggling and I'm paying child support. You know, all the other type of stuff, right? They're trying to base your life off of their life. And then you base your life off of their life. And and because of that, you end up messing over your life because of somebody else's opinion. Somebody else's perspective on life. Instead of creating your own foundation, your own visual, your own perspective in life. It's, it's ridiculous. So I say all of this to tell you in, in dealing with, with black men, don't let the, the red pill community, don't don't let any of the men go in their own way. Don't let them deceive you into thinking that love is outdated, that love or, or finding that significant other to create a foundation for yourself is somehow limited to the foundation of what we see in society. Uh, limited to what we see on Twitter, to what we see on social media. No other set of people, and this is not to give an excuse, but no other set of people have uh, social media platforms as a foundation for a representation or even a uh, a moral value or a, a traditional value for their love other than black people. We have... Things that trend, such as black love, on social media and even on TV networks. Because we feel that black love is something that is a, a centerpiece to our community, to our race. And it is. But when we cannot discover or when we cannot uh, define what is love... If we think that love is just emotion, if we think love is just how you feel, if you think love is, is when you have a smile on your face and, and you know, you're in this what they call the honeymoon phase. If you think that is love, then you can't say that you know what love is. We can't even identify black love as black love. If you identify love as how you feel, if you define love as to what makes you feel good, then you can't define love as love. 
you know, you ever heard of the phrase love is love. If, if they're in love it, and, and that's what they want to do, let them be happy. Let them be happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, <laughs> just look at the wordplay some of these people in this society use. You know, love is love. Let them love. Let them be who they are. Let them be happy. Let them do them. So if we're living in a society that doesn't give us the proper tools or the foundations or the resources to identify what love is, then how can we as a set of people say what is love and what isn't? How can we even find the proper people to love if we do not know how to love them, much less love ourselves? Why are we out here trying to look for love and we don't even know how to love ourselves? You have black women out here who are wearing blonde weaves, the, the monkey Peruvian, Malaysian, uh, Brazilian, Indian monkey fur. You have black women out here wearing blue contacts, green contacts. I mean, be be mocha dark. You know what I'm saying? Hot, hot cocoa, hot chocolate. I'm talking about blue black. And be wearing blue contacts and thinking that it's cute. And then when you ask them, why do you wear Another set of people here. Well, it's for versatility. It's to be. It's to. It's 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 for hair protection. Well, you know the the black people on those islands they got blonde hair. You know you know the the Egyptians they wore weave. And all while saying this, you're not Egyptian, and you ain't never met any of those goddamn people on those islands. You want to claim a day in your life. You wasn't born with blonde hair. You you damn you damn sure ain't born with blue eyes. So for you to use these cop outs for why you want to look like a white woman is beyond me. Because your hair doesn't flow down to your ass. I'm sorry, it doesn't. Your hair grows up like trees, like plants, because you have nine ether hair. So why do you desire? The flowy fur of another set of people. Things that you have to question and ask yourself. Why do you think it looks more professional? Why do you think it looks more sexy? If you have your hair flowing down all the way down to your ass. Than having your hair flow up like trees. I'm not understanding. Some people and, and, and there's a good amount of women that I went to school with as well. It was very rare for me to see women wear their hair out because their hair would either be permed or it would be braided. But when I tell you there were so many black women, and this is not to generalize, but this was at my school, there were so many black women that I would run into and they would make fun of my hair because I was wearing an afro. Oh, that stuff, it, that, that, you need to do something with your hair. You need to braid it. You need to cut it. You need to do something with that nappy stuff. All while their hair is permed, all while their hair is braided up, wouldn't go. You would never see their their hair in the light of day. Would never, would never see their hair out. But they they'll go to school with that lace front. They'll go to school with that artificial hair. That you you never you never not see them with their with their weave or whatever the case is. But had the nerve to make fun of me because I was growing my hair out and my hair was growing longer than theirs because they always putting pressure on their scalp. You know, 
And there's some women that will ask me, how do you get your hair to grow so long? Women in my comment section, all while they're wearing the lace fronts and they keep braiding their hair. They want to change their hairstyles every three days, literally. I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> There'll be some women out here that will change their, their hairstyles every t every every week, every two weeks. And they would just never just stay with a hairstyle. Here's the thing. The, the number one key to growing your hair is to leave it the hell alone. Literally. Leave your scalp the hell alone. If you just wear your hair out, I guarantee if you wear your fro out for a good month or two and just keep conditioning it and keep taking care of it, keep moisturizing it, your hair will grow. Take care of your hair like you would take care of a plant. Give your give your scalp some sunlight. Go out go outside for a couple of hours and do something. Be active. Because your hair, just like plants, needs sunlight. They need vitamin D. If you keep your hair always in braids, keep your hair under the weave, your hair your hair is not gonna grow. You can't expect your hair to grow if you don't go outside and, and let your scalp get some, you know, some sunlight. But you don't know how to take care of your hair. And some of some women just don't care. Because they're too busy trying to look like another set of women. Not consciously, because, of course, they would never admit that they're trying to look like another set of women. You know, because they're going on with the narrative that, oh, black women are versatile and we can do this, that, and the third. Even though that's a cop out as well, because you can also change up your own hairstyles with your own type of natural hairstyles up to 20 to different uh, 20 to 30 different hairstyles. But that's besides the point. Right. They're too busy trying to look like another set of women. And it's beyond me. It is it is totally beyond me. Nonetheless, getting back on topic where is the love when it comes to black women when it comes to black men in order for us to define what love is we first have to love ourselves once we heal ourselves and begin to love ourselves and love our flaws and our ups and downs then we can identify what is love if we begin to give a give ourselves the proper nourishment the proper um, enhancement of our mind, of our emotions, of our body, of our spiritual and mental health. Then we can look one to another, our own reflections, and begin to love one to another. But when you have a set of people that don't love to see what they see in the mirror, how can you expect these set of people to love one another? If they don't love what they see every morning when they walk in the mirror, how can you expect these set of people to then love themselves as well? So the number one key to finding the love that you so desire is to first you have to love yourself. You ever heard of the, the commandment, love your neighbor as thyself? There's two commandments in one. Because if you don't love yourself, you can't love your neighbor. You can't love the person across from you. You can't love people who reflect you. You have to love yourself first. You have to find knowledge of self. Once you love yourself to a certain extent, then you can share that love with other people. Not give your love. Give, give, you know, I give my heart to you. 
you, you ever heard you ever hear songs like that give my heart all this other type of stuff right don't give your heart but share the love share the love with somebody don't depend upon that person but build with that person build a partnership with that person so until we begin to love ourselves we can never have a successful uh, a successful connection of love amongst us as a set of people when it comes to black men trying to find that right woman she will come around I'm not saying to just strictly focus on yourself but while you're focusing on yourself don't close yourself down or, or uh, exclude yourself from wanting to build a foundation with a woman for, for black women I know there's some women out there who will say that Oh I can't find a good man Well you never went looking for The right man You've been trying to just get dicked down For the past few months Or for the past few years You never actually went out of your way To trying to find an actual good man And every time that you tried to find An actual good man You run him off Now the thing is with women Is that they want somebody who Takes control they, they want to be nurtured and catered to and pampered and whatever the case is. They want to be given attention like children. <laughs> That's just, it is what it is. Women want attention like children. And, and this isn't to say that they're immature or, or to uh, diminish the state of women, the mental state of women. Because there are a lot of women who are very intelligent. And I even got to... Uh, explain myself on that but what I'm saying is that when it comes to the emotional attention that women need the the emotional the mental and the sexual attention that women need is is as the same emotional attention that you have to give to a child to some extent when it comes to a relationship and it, it kind of sets in tone the the mother the 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 trinity of the man woman and child or the man, child, and woman. You know what I'm saying? And and for that trinity of the man, child, and woman, it's not to give the woman uh, the least amount of value, but it's actually for the child's purpose of value, where the front is the, is the father being the protector, the back is the mother being the companion or the lookout, and the child is the one that's being protected. You know what I'm saying? So, it, you know, that father, son and the Holy Ghost type of trinity, the the father, son or the child and the mother. So I say all, I say all of this. All right. Just to conclude this, I say all of this to tell you. That. The love is going to be found when you find yourself. The love is going to be found when you find yourself. And once you reflect that love in how you move and how you go about on a daily basis, how you communicate with other people, you know, you, you express the love in, in what you do, your, your everyday work, you know, how you dress and, and how you even condition your hair and how you, you know, take care of yourself. Once people identify the love in you, They'll make them move at you even, you know, they'll, they'll try and have this conversation, this, that, and the third. 
when you express and and show the love that you have for yourself to the world, that's when you're going to find that significant other. But don't get it misconstrued, you know, just because social media has this this agenda, I would say, of trying to get people to believe that love is outdated. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, is that because we live in a new age, you have a set of women that want a traditional man. You know what I'm saying? And while they want the traditional man, they want to evolve and be independent and they don't want to live according to the roles that their grandmothers and great grandmothers live by. They want to evolve and they want to have a neutral role in in a relationship. All while they want the man, though, to still abide by the old traditional ways of how they're supposed to be courting a woman and chivalrous and so on and so forth. That's not how the game works, miss. <laughs> if you want a traditional man, then you're going to have to act accordingly as traditional as well, being the submissive and the 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 beautiful nurturing uh mother figure that you are supposed to be playing learning how to cook learning how to take care of the house cleaning the house taking care of the kids stay at home mother that's the traditional way you want a traditional man you're going to be a traditional woman as well you are going to have to match that energy but if you want to be neutral strong independent which is there's nothing wrong with that if you want to evolve out of that role even though most of the roles that we have of relationships come from a Eurocentric foundation. But nonetheless, right, you are going to have to match and fit the energy that you want in life. But anyways, we'll savor the rest of this conversation for another day. Until next time, on Tyrone, thank you for listening to this podcast. Again, I thank you for everybody who supports the, these, you know, these type of episodes in the podcast and just listening to the type of information that I have to give and just speaking my mind, you know, and I'm glad that I'm doing podcasts again and all this other type of stuff. But until next time, thank you for listening to this podcast. Again, share this podcast with other people if you feel like that they need to listen to this, like they need to hear this message. You know what I'm saying? So until next time, Matron, again, thank you for listening to this podcast episode. And thank you for listening to the Omniest podcast. Until next time on Tyrone, and I am Yolt.